What is up, Hustle and Fitness Bootcamp? It is Jake here with my man, Baby Boy. And today we're talking about planning and planning to win. And it's a topic that I think a lot of people would probably look at on the surface and be like, that's pretty simple. I know I should plan. People have told me a million times, what's the cliche saying? Like, fail to plan is planning to fail, right? Like, yep. we've all heard it. But we're going to break down exactly why it actually matters so much. And it's one of those, if you're not, I, I, I put this quote on my Instagram the other day, and it was about like learning. And the quote was that um, those who don't learn are no better off than those who can't learn. And here's the thing those who don't plan are no better off than those who can't plan. Meaning, if you know that you should plan, you're not doing it, you may as well not know it. Right. You may as well have no idea. You may as well have no ability to plan if you're not doing it because you're no better off than someone not planning. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things like, you know, you should do it, but if you're not doing it well, that's right. you know, but off anyone else. And that's kind of funny to think about, right? That's right. We hear all these quotes and we're like, oh yeah, it's all common knowledge and common sense. But as we've said so many times before, common knowledge is not always common practice. And mm-hmm. in fact, Amen. far too often, it is not common practice. <laughs> it's just calling it common, shouldn't they? <laughs> it's not common. It's uncommon now. <laughs> uncommon sense. What the hell? <laughs> I want some uncommon sense. So this is a good topic because both of us are probably not natural planners. We can probably both agree. It's probably why we gel so well is that we're both like go with the flow kind of guys. Yeah. Um, we're not the sort of sit down and meticulously map out what's going on in life sort of people. We never have. Yeah. We're getting a little bit better at it. Um, and so it's not that it comes like naturally to us versus some people who are like the real yeah. organized C types, like That's the right. disc modeling people who really understand that C. Yeah. Have lists, make their little check boxes, tick them off. Mm. So it's not really come natural to us, but um, where, where are you starting to implement this more in your life, Mr. Turnbull? So I would say for me, um, you know, this is actually really interesting because there's this one little thing that I've started doing that I know is going to have such a big impact on my whole day. And that is meal prepping on the weekend. So I don't have to be fumbling around while I'm uh, going through my day looking for food. And because I'm tracking my macros quite closely again, because I'm doing a mini cut Um, leading up to a photo shoot coming up in December. Um, Being on point with my my food, my macros is very important to me. Now, whilst yes, I will eventually hit my macros by the end of the day, this can be an issue if I haven't planned ahead because I'll be at home, getting home from from work late at night um, when all I want to do is just eat and go to bed. If I'm still scrounging around for food because I haven't planned what I need to be eating to hit my macros by the end of the day, then I'm going to be wasting a whole bunch of time, which is now going to impact my sleep negatively. And if my sleep is now negatively impacted, mm. that just messes up yep. the whole yep. next day. It's a big lead domino, right? Yeah. A big lead domino. Yeah, I think that's a great one. I think it's great for you to say that because obviously you're in pretty good shape for anyone who knows you. And so you'd be like, like, you need to plan this food. Like, look, like bullshit, man. <laughs> But you're explaining how it's not just about getting the result physically, but it's about what it does for the rest of your day. And I think what's good about that to to extrapolate from that is that um, we've only got a certain amount of mental energy and bandwidth each day. Mm. And you can choose how you spend that. And if you are not going to prepare something like food um, and it's important to you that you do eat well, yeah. You're then going, you're not going to like, you're not going to eat like shit, right? Like, as you said, you're going to hit your numbers, you're going to hit your macros. That's right. So you're going to get there eventually. Now you can either do that with a little bit of mental prep in bulk and get it all organized. And then you spend less mental energy each day figuring as, it as out. I go, right? Or you can just be like, I'll just work it all out. But then you're going to spend more energy because it's on the run. It's on the fly. So at the end of the day. And that's going to take away from mental energy. You could spend in other places. Yeah. And like, that's interesting to think about like the benefits of this stuff. Like again, why people harp on about it because that's right. You can't just, if you're trying to willy-nilly everything every day, you're going to burn out 
yeah. you probably not get that much done. And you're not going to have that. Um, you're not going to have anything left in the tank, whether it's in, in our mental energy, self-control, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And this is why a lot of people who say work full time, you know, their diets aren't quite where they should be if they want to be sort of losing weight. Uh, they get home, they're tired from work and they just grab the first thing that's in the cupboard because yep. they don't have any yep. of that mental energy left yep. or self-control left because self-control is taxing as well. Mm. Um, they just grab the quickest, easiest thing, which is often not the healthiest thing for them to be eating. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like that. We, I like to go a bit that, that second level of like, everyone knows they should plan, but like, here's actually why, what is going to happen if you don't plan and why you're going to then feel like, yeah, I just have no willpower, no self-control. It's like, <laughs> and well, here's the impact. You make it, yeah. Yeah. Versus like, I know I should plan. Like, well, here's what really goes on when you don't plan. You try to, you figure it all out. Yeah. Um, that's right. So yeah, I think that's a really good example of, of the lead domino and the planning. Um, you know, one for me is, um, and again, it sounds so stupid. I almost embarrassed saying it, but like making a list in the morning of what's getting done that day. And so um, a guy we follow for a long time, Andy Frisella calls it the power list, simply yeah. meaning what are the three to five things that day that are most important? And again, this is not groundbreaking stuff. This has been said for years yeah. that basics of productivity 101, work out what's important, write it down and then do it. Yeah. And Again, it's not groundbreaking, but when I do that versus when I don't do that, it is chalk and cheese. It is a completely different world. Yeah. And again, I'm almost like, oh God, I, I think better of myself than that. I think it shows how much I hustle when I'm unorganized still, if anything. Um, but the last few months, getting better at that every single day starts with three to five important things in the order they should be done so that no matter what goes on that day, I know I'm going to make time to sit down and tackle those. Yeah. And I don't then have to spend any more mental energy working out what I'm doing. I can spend the mental energy on doing the things that need to be done. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing for me. And I was saying before we started that um, if I haven't done that list and I'm a little bit tired or there's a lot going on in my brain or whatever reason, and I sit down and do some work, you know, I put off working out what to do the list because that seems difficult. Like that seems like a lot of mental energy to now go, well, I've got to figure out all my priorities and what are my goals again? <laughs> and you end up making no list and you fuck all except scroll through Instagram like an absolute mindless idiot. 100%. And so, you know, that's the other bit. That's the thing of planning again is that if you don't do it, you're going to be too tired to even want to engage in the act of and procrastinating. And Mel Robbins talked about this in the, in the five second rule. Um, procrastinating is really like your body going, there's something I need to do that's going to take some level of mental energy or something that's slightly stressful. Mm. I don't really want to tackle that stress right now. So you do something else and you think it's procrastinating, but it's really that you have associated some stress or pain with what you probably should be doing. You can't bring yourself to do it right now. So you do something that's easier. Yeah. And we know how easy it is to scroll through Facebook, Instagram when you're tired and bored. We all, yeah. I mean, I do it. Like that's probably my biggest, like, closest thing to an addiction I have in my life, I think. And it's not, it's not an addiction, sure. but that's what I turn to when it's easy. And I think that's, again, interesting to see that as the lead domino. Like, if those couple of things get done, like, I feel good. My day's pumped. I feel good yeah. for myself. You know what's funny is um, when we have that list, like, now we actually know what needs to be done. When we know something needs to be done, how appealing the, the other stuff we've been putting off, like the, the less important stuff, the stuff that we know is going to be a little bit easier, like, say, cleaning our room, doing the dishes, all that stuff becomes so much more appealing when we know we've got this important stuff to do. But anyway, side tangent. You're doing the dishes. <laughs> so I thought of then, um, your other fans, shout out. Um, yeah. So you're saying that when, like, you know, you know they've got these hard tasks to do, the easier tasks just become like... Yeah, they become... Yeah. But that, that's procrastinating. That's what I was just yeah, explaining, it, essentially. It's, right? it's just funny, though, that that could be on your list of things to do lower down. And that's why I think it's actually a really good point of having like the most important tasks first and they need to be done first before we do the less important tasks. Yeah. Because... The less important stuff is often a bit easier. We'll probably take yep. less time, less effort and energy. So that's why we need to put our, once we're fresh and we're going to get to work, put all that energy into the hardest stuff yep. that we know is going to give us yep. the most bang for our buck first 
while we've got that energy. And obviously, if the less important stuff doesn't get done as quickly, then it's not as important, obviously. Yeah. I think that's the value of like spending a little bit of time working out what's important trying to know that because yeah. you do have to like order it in the right way. Um, but there's, there's a great book. I talked about this book when we, when we talked about our favorite books or first one, it's called Lead the Field. It's an old book by this like old school personal development guy. And I pulled up the other day to pull out some quotes and it, it talks about this and he says, make a list like a, one, I think it was six things he said each day. Like, again, yeah, there's different numbers. Yeah. There's so but, many but different he, But he said, um, and he said in that, he was like, make it in the right order and you do them sequentially. And he made the point like all you then have to do is try to get through all that list. And here's the thing. If you get through only task one or two and you actually worked well at it and that was all you got through, you were never going to get through everything else. <laughs> like by definition, then you, would, you weren't going to finish. Like, like there's no more efficient way than just going one to five, start with one and do as best you can. And if you don't finish that, yeah. guess what? If you started at three and then did four and then got to five, got, got to one, you would have done like fucking a tenth of it. Like if it was going to take a long time, it was going to take, there's no other way to do it. Right. So whatever gets done, gets done. And if you've decided number one is most important, then getting 80% of number one done is probably more important than getting 100% of some, like my room got cleaned today. Yeah. And I like did the dishes and like I cleaned up my car a little bit, yeah. but I didn't push the needle on anything that mattered. Um, and I think that's a really good like way to think about it. Like if you go through a day, like I didn't get everything done. Well, if you prioritize correctly and you actually stuck to your kind of when I'm going to work times, you didn't get distracted you got done all that you were going to get done. You yeah. just set a task that took time and you did the best you could. And then you don't go to bed beating yourself up like, I didn't get anything done today. Well, you put down a task that required a lot of time. You stuck to it. It'll get done eventually. But if you, I always think about this, right? Putting off a long process doesn't make it any faster. Like how many people realize <laughs> in fact, that it takes longer. How many people realize on some level that getting in shape or something like that is going to take a long time. And that is what stops them starting because they're like, oh, it's going to take like, Putting it off doesn't make it any quicker. <laughs> yep. It's not going to get shorter. You're only delaying that long process even Right. More. And so that, that's, again, this whole concept of we haven't got the mental bandwidth to tackle it because we know it's going to be difficult. Yep. So we put it off and we need to really be honest with ourselves and call ourselves out and be like, hey, yep. you're not doing it. So I think for anyone who's struggling with productivity out there, would you agree like that would be a great starting point is each day, like what are the couple of things most important yep. for wherever you're at in life, whatever that is, write them down and make that time, block that time out to actually attack the important stuff. Yeah, I would say the other thing that um, is really important when making this list is it's so much more valuable making it the night before the day starts. And as we've said, it does take energy to even sit down and make the list. So if you're um, waking up in the morning and you're a little bit tired and you, you know your motivation isn't quite there because you haven't woken up yet or whatever that may be, make that list the night before. You know Your mind's probably going to be racing through with all the things you have to do tomorrow anyway. So you might as well write it down Give yourself that little bit of mental clarity before you go to bed. And if something comes up in the morning, sure, you can always add to that list, but the list is there and you know you've at least got down probably the most important stuff that you have to do already uh, ahead of time. Mm. Now, that's on that. It's really interesting because I've gone between both, right? And I went through a yeah. period where I would do that the night before. I'd yeah. write down what I'm going to do. And the last month or two, I've started just doing it in the morning. Right. And I haven't, I've been on, I've been on a roll. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I think night before is good because as you said, you get out of your head um, and you kind of feel like it's, I'm already ready to go tomorrow. Yeah. But I, and I also think there's a benefit to like, you think about if task number one is going to be hard, right? If you don't have to do it straight away, you're more likely, it's like, that's tomorrow's problems. Like you're more confident to write down the hard shit. Mm. Whereas if you do it first thing in the morning and you're like, number one's going to suck, you know, you know that if you write it down, you got to do it. 
So yeah, it's probably easier in the morning. You could to almost like, say like, oh yeah, if you know it's going to be hard, you might write it like as number two sneakily to kind of trick yourself. Yeah, I just mean if you do it the night before, you um, you know you don't have to do it right now and you'll be like, I'll have the energy tomorrow to do that. I'll have the motivation tomorrow to do that. So you might actually order it better. But I also used to find I was just so tight at the end of the day because I, I I'd just go so hard every day that I was like at 8.30 and I'm like, that's late to me, whatever. Uh, I'd be knackered and trying to then like sit down and think about what's most important. I didn't have the mental energy to plan. Like I just, I just couldn't do it. And so someone, you could argue like if you started the week with like a weekly plan, then each day wouldn't take that level of thinking. Like you could argue yeah. that comes back to having a bigger plan. So more planning yeah. to help you, smaller planning. I, but anyway. I just see it as like thought process. Um, I, in my experience, I've, I've done it both ways as well. I, I've actually found that um, the night before works better for me because like then I don't procrastinate even getting started because I know I've got the list there. Mm. I don't need to think about what needs doing. I just need to look at the list to refresh my memory real quick and then get started. Yeah, yeah. And I know Craig Ballantyne, he really, um, he likes doing the night before and thinks yeah. it's, it's essential. Yeah, to yeah. I, I think more people lean to the night before. Yeah. Um, I think it's just one. I've heard, like there's the expression like a good day starts the night before. And that's, I think, what they mean by that. Right. Um, yeah. And I mean, I also like that you do it and you can wake up in the morning and just kind of quickly reassess and be like, is this really the priority? And then he's kind of like editing something you write. It's like, all right, I can make this better. Whereas you do it first thing in the morning, you, you do it, you want to get into you it. Could rush Depends it. if you're going to procrastinate on the morning or not. If you can, like in the last month, I've been really good. I get up and I make the list and I don't overthink it. And I just put the list and go. But yeah. if you like get up in the morning, I've done this before. And you're like debating what to do. And then you start scrolling through Instagram. And yeah. then you get to like an hour into your day and you haven't even figured out what the fuck you're doing. You feel like you've already wasted. And there's another great expression, chase, lose an hour in the morning, chase it all day. Where if, you, if you're not proactive first thing, you feel like you're behind all day. Right. So your day becomes stressful. And I reckon all that, like, we, we, we try a lot of mums, right? And they always say, oh, breakfast is so hard because I've got to get up and get the kids ready so I don't have time for breakfast. I'm not knocking mums here. Yeah. Um, I, I totally can, can do my best to empathize how hard that is. But but think about if you feel like you start your day then behind. The, then it's always chasing your tail. The, what's that? Like, the, the rest of your day is probably going to, like, you're not going to finish it and be like, oh, I feel so relaxed now. That's over. You're going to be like, fuck, I haven't even had my breakfast yet. Now it's 11 o'clock. Better get my coffee. Uh, oh, I've got to go to the shops. You know, I think that's powerful to think about. And again, I totally get it. everyone's got different situations, different things going on. Um, but yeah, the way yeah. you start your morning says a lot about like the way you're going to feel the rest of the day. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. I like it. So yeah. one other thing that comes to mind for me with this whole thing. So obviously making the list and ordering it with the most important stuff first is like the big takeaway here. And like, if you do that, you're already probably going to be doing better than and being more productive than um, most people. Most, most people. people suck. Moving on. <laughs> there. Moving on. Anyway. Um, is it not your name most people? It's not. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, I would say the other thing that really jumps out at me is staying on task and limiting distractions, yep. li limiting that um, the extra opportunity for you to procrastinate. So, mm -hmm. Dave, what do you think are some um, good tips? For Break people? your phone. Smash it. <laughs> Using that tips well, for what staying on track. What if the most important task is calling people? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Didn't think this one through. Didn't think of that. So you're going to ask, like, stay on track? Yeah. Yeah, look, I think, I know, obviously we're talking about planning, but you can plan on how to not get distracted as well. And I think Dean Graziosi, who's a really switched on thought leader, putting out there more at the moment, uh, talks about not just making a to-do list, but a not-to-do list. Ah, yes. And yes, so yes, one of the things you could almost that. plan is a little bit of, like, I'm, I'm going to plan to put my phone on airplane mode when I decide to do my important tasks. Maybe you're trying to write something, an assignment to do yeah. for uni, uh, something at work. 
Um, you know, I like to joke that they call it airplane mode because if you put that on and actually do some work, you'll have more money to get on airplanes. I like to joke <laughs> that's what it should be named for. Because if you just get fucked away from you, guess what? You'll work. So you that's call most it private jet mode. Private, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got my Lamborghini mode. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I think planning and not to do and consciously thinking, you know, I love like I'm an expression fucking dictionary right now, but um, a problem well put is half solved. My problem is I'm on my phone too much. Okay, you finally identified that. Do you know how you can fix it? I could put on airplane mode. I could put it away from my desk. I could turn it face down. Yeah. I could go on silent. I could go do not disturb. I could, you could put Give it in one of those boxes that you have to put a, um, a timer on. It doesn't open until the timer opens. Um, but like that expression, a problem I put is half sold. If you stop and go, all righty, what is distracting me? Because a lot of people just literally don't stop to actually think about the problem. Yeah. Um, Einstein said something like, if you gave me like an hour to think about the problem, I'd spend an hour to, an hour to look at a problem. It's like, I spend 50 minutes thinking about the problem and 10 minutes about the solution. There's a quote like that. And yeah. it's like, if you spend more time thinking about what's actually going on, the solution's generally pretty obvious. And that's why when you talk to someone about a problem, they often tell you straight away what to do. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Because they, they see it for what it really is. So anyway, I think not to do list. Um, and yeah, you know, think ahead about what's distracting you. If it's your phone, fucking make a plan, like put it somewhere. You know, I remember... Uh, one of our mentors, Ryan Madges, he used to, he literally paid someone money to stand over him when he was procrastinating on phone calls. He got a mate and he what? paid him. He, yeah, have I told you this? No. He paid him a 50K salary. And all the guy did was five days a week, stood around him and made sure he was on the phone. And when he got off the phone, his mate would show him like a motivational video and be like, get back on the phone. No so way. there you go. Perspective next time you're procrastinating <laughs> on, of what you can do to stop procrastinating, you'd hire someone. Now, this guy is pretty nuts if you know Ryan. Um, shout out to the man. So, yeah, what, what would you say about not getting distracted? What, what works, what's the big things for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head with firstly identifying what your procrastinations are. Like if it's scrolling on Instagram and you don't need your phone for your work, 100% put it away from sight. That's probably mm. a big thing for me. If worst case scenario, face down. So face down and on silent so it doesn't keep buzzing and distracting you. Those buzzes, when your phone buzzes in your pocket, that's releasing um, a chemical that is making you want to check it. It gives you that sense of satisfaction. If that's not there, then it's not going to distract you. Mm. So it needs to be taken away. And, and phones have got to be probably the biggest thing for most people. Like, mm. you know, that's got to be the, the biggest distraction. I'm sure some people get distracted with other internet stuff. And there's a, there, is a, there is a thing on your internet. If you're on like, your it's freedom, right? Is it freedom? There's something that blocks sites. So you can set up like block YouTube for these hours of the day. Yeah, block things like that would be another one. You know what I find is good. I'm really productive at gen most of the time. Um, cafes, like I go to the cafe up here and work. Right. And I think there's something about the environment. Like there's no, there's less distractions at a cafe. Yeah, definitely. because it's just you, and unless you know people to talk to, I guess. But yeah, you know, I find that pretty good. That is something about the environment. That's gets out of here. So the same. It's as... kind of like considering your environment a little bit, right? Like what's around you is going to influence That's how you it. feel. That's it. It's like if you're at home and you, like, let's say you work from home. You know, you know, there's so many other things that you could be doing besides working or being productive yep. at home. So if you can do that task elsewhere and you know you're going to this place just to do this task and focus on that task, like if you're doing a uni assignment and you find yourself getting distracted at home, yeah, you might find it better to go to a cafe or, um, I don't know, go to a friend's house and just work on that. That could be more distracting. But <laughs> anyway. Friend's house. <laughs> Scrap that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I would you, say let, let's just keep it simple. Yeah, like I, I, identify your identify your distractions and make a strategy right then and there for how you're going to overcome that. 
and that's it. Get to work. Yeah, just realize distractions are just at the end of the day not getting too serious, but wasting your fucking life. Like, let's be honest, you got one life, and every time you're just bludging around doing useless shit, like mm. the clock's ticking. I know that's awfully morbid at times, but it motivates people. Like the, the people who have urgency and don't want to waste time are the ones yeah. who win. Success loves speed. So don't get distractions. So you're saying so, that people should have like you are dying, you are slowly dying, like tattooed on themselves. Probably, to yeah. Look at. I would like to start a business. And that's all we do is tattoo. You are dying on people. <laughs> would you uh, say it's time to tattoo, <laughs> tattoo on people's faces, Ken? And, yes, I would. <laughs> feast on the tattoo goodness. Um, I was going to say on that on finishing this off, like big picture, right? Macro planning, getting away from distractions is habitual. If you've been planning for a year or two, like we've been doing, like we've been doing for X amount of time, it has get, it gets exponentially easier the more you do it. And when you first start, it's ridiculously hard. It's this cause and effect of kind of like life. I think you looked at that video, right? Like Sam Ovens had the cause and effect, how it like eventually crosses. Like yeah. habits like this yeah. as well. If you do this, that's it. If you do these things um, in the short term, it can be very hard to see the long term impact. But it's only once we've done these things for long enough that we start to see things falling into place. Mm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, the true impact of these small steps now won't be revealed yes. until later. Yes. So I, I think that's really important to start with. And, and realizing the habits, so if it's hard right now, it'll get easier. And the more you do it, it takes less and less energy. And, and this is how the people who keep killing it keep on winning because they get into habits that serve them and the habits just reinforce better behaviors. Yeah. Like if you have a ha- think about this, a habit of reading or listening to something um, informational, educational, even just motivational, but listening to someone or something like if that's a habit, that habit reinforces that you're going to get better no matter what, because your habit is to do something that makes you better. And then you do it again, and you do it again. Like yeah. once that becomes part of you, 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 you actually just continually grow once yeah. the habit's in place. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like interest in a bank almost like it's going to keep racking up, racking up, racking that's up. It. So realize that these are all habits and that the more you do it, the easier it gets. And if it's hard right now, it's just not a habit. You've just got a, you know, You've got neural pathways in your brain that make some things easier, some things harder if you've done them more or less. So most people have a super highway in their brain to scrolling on Instagram and Facebook and to distractions. And they have a dirt road to like, you know, sitting down doing a list and actually sticking to it. They can really easily go to one and they struggle to go to the other because one's been a habit and one isn't. And we need to sort of slowly switch that around yeah. and realize making the planning, this stuff, more of a habit. And then it'll be easy to do. And you wake up in the morning, you do your list and you just hammer it out. And it won't even, and you'll be like, Did I, just do, I didn't take any effort. Whereas it might take a lot of effort at first. Yeah, that's a really that's good it. macro level to think about this stuff. If it's something that's new to you, or if you know you need to do it, it's going to be hard. You got to go that down that dirt road yep. a little bit. You got to unlearn that stuff, unlearn the bad habits, and start planting the seeds of new habits. Mm, love it. Awesome, guys. Hope you enjoyed that. There's a lot of good stuff in there. And remember, implement it. If you're not doing it, you may as well not know it. So right. get after it. I think that's a good step. Whether that's whether that's even it could be some like food prep tool at the start, or your list in the morning. Get after that stuff and. Uh, yeah, go for it. And if you're enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe. It's very important. Every time you subscribe, we have a party. So yeah, a, a small party. Um, you got the doves for this one? Uh, oh, I thought we were going with um, the albatrosses. No, nah, I thought it was the marching band. Oh, I got the ice sculpture though. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I know. So subscribe if you're liking it. Tell some friends because it would help them out as well. Uh, and we love spreading the positive message. That's it. That's all for now, guys. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. I'm coming back. We keep on coming back. I'm in a distribution. I'm like.